something to eat yeah well it's okay do you want the, do you want an olive no with a pepper in it no? no no absolutely not although it is soaked in vodka which i usually prefer most of my vegetables soaked in vodka I'm yeah <laughs> i like oh, gummy bears soaked in vodka really have you ever had them? I've never had one. They kind of just taste like gummy bears. That's good. Yeah, you can get real drunk just eating handfuls of like mushy gummy bears. They're mushy because they're soaked in vodka. I'm okay with that. Why yeah. is this not something I've ever tried before? I don't know. I ate like I half a platter of them at a party once. <laughs> <laughs> and gluten-free. Amazing. Yeah, but not vegetarian. No. Never vegetarian. No. Sorry, vegetarian. And if you get the sugar-free ones, you get to poop lot. Oh, I've sugar seen sugar-free gummy bears make you poop. Yeah, I've seen a video of a guy who literally ate an entire three-pound bag or something like that. Is there a three or five? And he had no more anus. And he, yeah, he was like, what the fuck is happening to my gastrointestinal system? Yeah. It was awful. The sugar in there is a, or the artificial sugar is a known laxative. There are better ways to become famous than sacrificing the integrity of your butthole. I don't know. Isn't that what Kim Kardashian did? <laughs> I was going to say, that's, I, am, I am setting you up. I am setting it up just for you to go ahead and knock it right down. Oh, but man. this feels very low energy tonight. Let's get hype. Let's get hype. Okay. Let's pull, pull, what do we pull, do? Pull, what do we do? Pull, pull. Push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups? I don't know. How do you get hyped? What do you do to get hyped? What do I do to get hyped? Yeah. I listen to some music in my car. I've been listening to like very soft, relaxing music because it's what I listen to when I read. <laughs> so it's very not hype. It's the opposite of hype. Yeah. I was listening to an audiobook before this, yeah. so I'm very calm. Let's, uh, it's like almost the same effect as listening to NPR. We should listen to like some Euro trap or something. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Wah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to electronic music, so. Yeah, I used to. I used to do it more. Yeah, kind of phased out of that part of my early adulthood. I don't know. I like a nice Chianti and some light jazz. Yes. I'd like <laughs> to go to a jazz bar at some point. <gasps> There's some great ones. That's what I hear. But you know what? You know who's not chill? Who? Probably a Capricorn woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> She is, like, super chill. She's super chill? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Remember the age range associated with the Capricorn from last time? 63 to 70. Oh, is it the same for her? Yeah. The age oh, okay. range is for the sign. Oh, see, I didn't realize it. I, I guess I hadn't caught on or paid that much attention <laughs> to the age ranges. So she's, like, you know, a comfortable And last week, we completely forgot to mention the goat man. Which famously, there are multiple instances of goat men, urban legends across the entire country. Like the chupacabra? No, that's just a goat. No, it's a goat eater. Yeah, that's uh, the goat goat sucker. 
Go sucker. <laughs> uh, we didn't mention that either. Ah, everyone who dates, everyone who dates a, a, a Capricorn man, they're a goat sucker. Hopefully. I, I take personal offense to this. <laughs> oh, because you're a chupacabra. What sign of the zodiac's that? That's not one. Okay. No, I, my man has horns and so do I, but mine are bigger because I'm a ram. <laughs> and he's got a fishy tail. He's got a fishy tail. But yeah, uh, Goatman, famous, famous around the country. One of the main urban legends that is across the country of a... Uh, a, I believe it was a uh, a black man that was like lynched, except with like they put like a goat head on top of him. And then, uh, ever since he's uh, hunted and haunted the area that uh, did him wrong. Holy shit! I've seen movies where they make this a thing, mm-hmm. like a character trope almost in a mm-hmm. horror movie. I mean, you see the pig man. Yeah, very common. We in actually... American Horror Story, you see uh, a goat. Man, but usually the goat man is the devil. Yes. Yes. That's very common, too. Like how do we leave Satan? that out? I don't know. I don't how, know. How, did, how did we miss Satan? We left We left all of our mythology yeah. elsewhere last week, so yes, too bad. We're going to have to have a Capricorn man follow-up. Yeah, he dresses we... like an old-school dapper dude, but he also might be the devil. Yeah. I'm just kidding, honey. If you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and oh didn't it say they had red hair did it yeah it did i don't remember that it was one of the things that that said yeah you should look it up i want to confirm no, it definitely did i'm con- i'm concerned i'm i'm curious now like the devil like he's devil's red red hair he's red they're famously a red a red fellow stepchild yeah it did call him that i believe um, yeah but devils we're still super know. low energy yeah, well, you we know, should do some Jaeger bombs. You're just you're just calling my boyfriend the devil, and I, I you know, I, can't. I did not call your boyfriend the devil. You did. <laughs> he is devilishly handsome. How's that? <laughs> I'm right. It's it's yeah. He calls my clothes horse. Wears ascots. Pocket squares. Dresses like he's from another time. Yes, he does. It's not inaccurate at all. But the red hair, I don't I don't know. <sighs> I don't know if I remember that bit. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah, I thought I read it, though. I'm not sure that, that we read that. Because I was really listening for any identifying information. I could be like, oh, well, I don't, nailed it. I don't read everything. Well, huh, this is weird. It doesn't point out the hair color. A lot of times it points out hair color. It usually says like they're fair haired or they're darker haired. Um, I never, I don't think I've ever heard them say red as being an attribute of any sign. But that doesn't mean that they didn't. So I'm not going to challenge you. I just think we need to dive back into research for confirmation of that the mouth is rose dipped does that help sure and his teeth are milky most teeth are a little bit Mm. unless they got that one you know 
slightly yellower one that kind of hangs out beyond the lips. That's a dead tooth. Oh, gross. Yeah. That's really really gross. Yeah, they're gross. But anyway, today's not about the Capricorn Man. Today is about the Capricorn Wall Man. Tell me about them Capricorn ladies. This is the sign of sexual restraint. It is December 22nd through January 20th. So they cold. Yes. These ice queen. Yeah, ice queen. Yeah, ice queen. (laughs) Is it just low energy because it's late and like there's absolutely no sounds happening outside my apartment, which is very strange. I think it's okay though. Because usually there's there's ambient noise going on. Yeah. And tonight there's just none. Tonight feels like the world is dead. Yeah, well, you know why? It's because all the goats are asleep. No, it's because my neighbor hasn't started uh, turning his subwoofer on yet. He doesn't do that till three in the morning. Oh, okay. Well, For some fucking reason. <laughs> oh. It's a good thing I wake up that early. Because then I'm awake when I'm pounding on the wall wondering what's All right, let's get into the material instead of letting this just be a long rant session. People like it. Okay. About as much as you like that vodka. The Capricorn woman is the sleeper. The Capricorn woman is a class act. The most self-composed, least showy lady in the Zodiac. She is an understatedly elegant character, largely unimpressed by externals such as fame, high finance, or family pedigree. Self-respect is of prime importance. Largely unswayed by others' opinions of her, she focuses on cultivating a quality of life distinguished by moral courage and a quest for spiritual knowledge. Do you know any Capricorn ladies? I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Reputation is paramount to her. Determined she is determined as she is to be valued as a person of substance. Life, the way she sees it, is a long, hard road that requires pacing and careful negotiation. No frivolous caretaker, Capricorn lives in infamy for being purposeful, even predetermined. Ooh, fantastically driven. I like it. Do I know any Capricorn women? Yes. Okay. Yeah, let me con- I'm going to confirm, but go ahead. Okay. She is rarely rushing into relationships, but she rather lets bonds blossom over time. She is drawn to a man with creative intelligence and a strong inner life, appealing to a guy's need for a meaningful, long-haul relationship. Her same-sex relationships tend to be less loaded. Notoriously attracted to younger women, she easily maintains a casual but erotically charged bond. Ooh, not dissimilar to the Scorpio. Woman. I told you I forget, like, every episode after we finish recording. Same thing with the Scorpio woman. Okay. Uh, So, the sign and the mind. The Capricorn is ruled by the planet Saturn, which represents the astrological principle of containment and the concepts of reserve, resource, and recuperation. Ideals have particular meaning when discussing the female of the sign. She living not just in the now, but for the... She lives not just for the now, but for the future and all time. Ironically, however, because she considers the whole of her life and everything that she does, pacing herself appropriately, Capricorn woman probably lives more consciously in the present than any other individual in the Zodiac. Wow. 
So she's not really focused on things that have happened or will happen. She's like, I'm going to do it right now. No, that's not at all what I just read. What did you say? She does not live just in the now, but she lives solely for the future and all time. Okay. Okay. So she's not just focused on what's right in front of her. My bad. But because she considers her whole life in every little thing she does, pacing herself appropriately, Mm -hmm. uh, she probably lives more consciously in the present than any other individual in the Zodiac. Mm. Okay. Because she's thinking about all of that. Yes. Got it. Saturn's... She's so focused on planning out her future that she... Yes. Uh, she's so focused on playing out her future and living out her plan that she's very obsessed or it, it ends up with her just living in the present. Okay. Uh, Saturn's energy manifests as a correction. In her, we find one who is unwilling to squander time and energy. She is not restrictive in personality for restriction's sake, but rather as the horn of plenty incarnate. She contains such bounties as she perceives to be her birthright. Intelligent wealth, intelligent health, and overall ability to contribute to the betterment of the world. Wanting to perceive these personal resources wanting to preserve these personal resources, Catwoman often has the last laugh in the same sense that the tortoise has over the hare. Ah, so slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. Time is on this Saturn-ruled lady's side, and hindsight being 2020, <gasps> that's the year. <laughs> she is the proverbial sleeper, one who eventually rises to the importance after a long period of obscurity. She teaches us the ultimate value of her 10th house attribute of patience, that rushing through life only makes one old before one's time. She saves her energy and it shows. She looks well-preserved far into her golden years. She seems to get younger as she grows older, as if she were Benjamin Button. Wow, that's a cool trick. Yeah, it does not say Benjamin Button, because that movie came out years after this book. But yes, as if she were living backwards. Like Benjamin Button. Like Benjamin Button. Was a baby when he was 90 years old. Fascinating. Which, when you think about it, it's kind of weird. Because that means his life has, like, a hard set limit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, people can live beyond a certain age. But at some point, he's going to turn into an egg and a sperm cell. I never saw that movie. Benjamin Button? Yeah. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Never saw it. You know the concept, right? Sort of. Where uh, he, he just ages backwards. Yeah. Yes. He's born an old man. and Right. He's a little, like, baby old man, and he grows old and dies, except he grows young and dies. It must have been a hard birth, birthing an old no, man. No, he's like a very small, like, like, like Voldemort's little baby in the corner of Harry's mind. Old man. All right, let's. Do, that, I don't want to know. Um, he, he has a baby. Capricorn, Capricorn woman. And she finds she's, him on his deathbed, and she's like, "You're, you're my daddy." And he's like, "No, I'm twelve now." Gross. All right, let's that's focus. That's what twelve-year-olds let's, let's focus here. Capricorn is the only cardinal Earth sign of the zodiac. The cardinal quality signifying initiative and what is essential, and the Earth 
element representing substance. The ultimate symbol of the cardinal earth combination is a mountain, the rocky firmament and the very emblem of eternity and prudential preservation. She's a mountain. Yep. Since Capricorn is a feminine sign, the female native embodies the quality element combination of her sign. Capwoman is therefore like a mountain, a looming solitary figure who cannot help but appear iconic to those she encounters. The sign of Capricorn is associated with the age group of 63 to 70. Yep. Does. Old, but still looks good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Preserved. Like, yes. Like a nice like a mountain jar of pickles well preserved that that's the one Catwoman is something of a throwback to the past old-fashioned her values hobbies and interests and like a little old lady meticulous and exacting in her daily habits a self-styled loner she easily becomes cranky in a crowd of more than a few others even when in a relationship she carves out a solitary lifestyle so she might be a little introverted. Yes. Just, just a little. She's an old soul. Yeah. Yes. She probably has a cat and has a blanket and is a tea drinker. I, I feel like I've dated girls who have wanted to be this before. I want to be this. Who weren't Capricorns, but oh. were, have all, were always like, oh, I'm an old soul. I like old stuff. And it's like, oh, come on, you're just a hipster. Yeah. I don't know. I, as we've gone, gone through a lot of these signs, I'm like, I want to be one of those. Like, how do I sign up to be a Scorpio? Why would anyone want to sign up to be a Scorpio? Because they're intense and they're sexual beings and people just understand because they're a Scorpio. No, everyone misunderstands them. They're the emo goth kids. It's like, oh, That's right. Why is life so hard? So... I drink my coffee black because if I put sugar in it, it's misrepresenting what it actually is. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, I'm just thinking this is one of those crystal bitches that is in tune with herself and her yoga and all of her chakras are aligned. Starbucks and... is so pretentious. I just get my coffee beans and chew them. Oh. <laughs> spiritual communion is often so <laughs> spiritual communion is often as much a part of her life as it is for the aged whose thoughts become naturally more focused on the ever after because when old people get close to dying all they think about is death <laughs> being acutely aware of her more mortality is what helps her to appreciate being alive the 10th house, as Capricorn's motto, I use, would suggest, is one concerned with status, achievement, and a need to establish oneself through honorable means, rising to the occasion, usefulness, responsibility, hard work, and self-discipline. Hmm. Yes, it uses the Oxford comma and then lists off all of that. <laughs> uh, she typically adheres to a belief in a benevolent spiritual power that sustains her through life's up and downs, ups and downs. She physically acts like one leading a religious life, rid, ridding herself of excess, particularly a glut of ego, and naturally seeking to converse with the soul aspect of herself. 
She eschews shortcuts and easy ways, happily working her fingers to the Capricorn-ruled bones to get what she wants out of life. Not just the resulting fruits of such labors, but the spiritual awareness and conditioning that comes with the process. Oh my god, I might be a Capricorn. If one sign believes that hard work builds character, it's probably this one. Yeah. And she'll probably tell you repeatedly. Yeah. You'll probably get a little annoyed with her. But for some reason, you'll also love her. One of those like, oh, you want to get healthy? Well, let's go to the gym. And it's like, well, that's a bit extreme. She's she's like, yeah, let's. she's that, like, let's go do things person. And I'm like, let's just think about them in the abstract. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's becoming spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Vodka with peppers will do that. Yeah, it's becoming spicy. (laughs) So it's getting harder to drink. (sighs) Capsaicin. Cap for you. More like Capricorn Saison. I'm so clever. (laughs) It's the alcohol. Blaming on the spicy alcohol. Capricorn often has more than her fair share of emotional baggage, if not outright pain and hurt, which she totes around. The, uh, she finds a way to use her suffering as a springboard for any number of positive employments, from creative inspiration to spiritual enlightenment. So hmm. she turns her baggage into positivity. Yes. Truth be told, she's not always a bundle of sunshine. Many people find the Capricornian friends, colleagues, or spouses rather dour. Yes. I just thought of another Capricorn woman I know. Who? You don't know her. Actually, it's not true. You've delivered food to her before. Oh, I know her. Mm-hmm. I've met her plenty of times. Yeah. It's different now. She changed her name. <laughs> She's this, this. I don't like Capricorn women anymore. No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at first. <laughs> Dower would be a good, a good way to explain uh, it. D- yeah. Yeah. Dower. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dower. Mm-hmm. Uh, For the most part, I wouldn't describe this individual as that. Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, As the first sign of the final fourth quadrant of the zodiac, that which is associated with the metaphysical level of the soul, the cardinal earthy cap can be something of a crusader who often eventually puts the whole of her being into spiritual pursuits. Joan of Arc is one of, is a Capricorn, according to this book. Uh, One look at a cap woman is all it takes to sense her saintliness. She doesn't sin often or easily. Does that also apply if they play the holier than now a lot? No. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I think people who uh, do the holier than thou kind of thing um, want you to perceive them as being better than you, where a Capricorn just kind of lives that life oh okay all right uh act- the capricorn i'm i know was definitely a holier than thou sort yeah. actions versus uh uh words yeah 
Show versus tell. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Pen versus teller. Sure. Uh, Cap Girl wants to be respected for her mind, having adopted a studious persona primarily as a means of for winning some notice and securing her emotional survival. The world, the worlds of ideals, the worlds of ideas, philosophy, and indeed all of the liberal and fine art disciplines are endlessly fascinating to her. She slips easily into a bohemian crowd, sipping espresso, visiting museums, seeking uh, early on, yeah, early on seeking out the more progressive, intellectually advanced placement and later graduate level courses. Holy shit, this describes my friend, ex-friend, former friend, to a T. Okay. Holy shit, like literally to a T. It's all fitting, it's all it's all coming together. That's crazy. What? If you say so. <laughs> oh, wait, you didn't offer your... What? Your, I don't believe in any of this nonsense. I don't believe in any of this. Yeah, you have to offer your disclaimer because this would be the time to offer it. And I'm like, this makes so much sense. I especially don't believe it this time because from what I read, I very much enjoyed the character of a Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And she was not in a good place. She was not a good example. She is a Capricorn. But all the the good things about this, she had were like negative. Yeah. Okay. Who's lacking energy now? <laughs> I'm biased because I don't like this person, so that's just me. But I know some great Capricorns too. You and I both know another Capricorn woman who's fantastic. Yeah. So we like her. Yes. Uh, the body and soul. Uh, the Capricorn woman seems the most untouchable of any female in the zodiac. Little about her suggests in uh, little about her suggesting interest in inviting the attention or affection of the opposite sex, not wishing to be approached by anyone on what she may might deem a superficial level. She may downplay her sometimes extraordinary good looks, wearing understated, even decidedly unsexy clothing in dark, shallow hues, intent upon remaining as inconspicuous as possible. She chooses to realize her full sexual potential slowly, blossoming in her own good time rather than seeking to make some sort of splash and perhaps end up attracting flash-in-the-pan experiences. She doesn't relish the idea of being hit on, and so she stays away from the social fray, sometimes going so far in her attempts to appear off-limits as to defeminize her appearance. Some notable Capricorn ladies, uh, Diane Keaton, Maureen Dowd, Patti Smith, Sissy Spacek, Marlene Dietrich, Annie Lennox, Diane Sawyer, Joan of Arc, and... Mary Tyler Moore. Wow. Wow. What a list. Mm-hmm. I love Diane Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're bad. A lot of good ones up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cap seems to have invented standoffishness. It is her default demeanor to keep people from ever getting too close emotionally, physically, or otherwise. Wow. So she's got like... 
She's got like a big wall around her mm-hmm. protectively. Yes. Only the closest of friends and family, a, a teensy courtier of loved ones, ever experience her highly selective offerings of affection. In a room filled with people, Cap camps out in the periphery, digging into a comfortable corner, a vantage point from which she, from which to people watch, and some, sometimes for hours. Ooh, okay. Yeah. The goat is especially suspicious of compliments, though secretly thrilled by them, wary that such comments are a precursor to, to a full-on come-on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you look nice today. What do you want? <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Batman's a Capricorn woman. Oh, okay. Explains a lot. Standoffishness, wearing dark colors. Yep. Defeminizing. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why he he speaks in a low whisper. Uh, always existing in the periphery and watching people. Mm, there we go. Batman. Yeah. Uh, refuses to use guns. Oh, that's just Batman. That wasn't on this. Her real name must be Ananananananana. Batman. Did you say Ananananana? <laughs> Isn't it? Anna. Na, na, na. Oh, okay. Batman. Na, so you're, na, 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 na. you're making it work on multiple levels. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Because that's how I roll. Thought it was banana, 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 banana. It depends. In the really, really old ones, it was more of a banana, banana, banana. Well, now it's all about that. Uh, uh, what's the name of that musician? Elfman. It's all about that Elfman theme. Oh, I'm not. I'm not familiar. With Danny Elfman? Huh. I'll have to. Have you never seen a Tim Burton movie ever before in your entire life? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he, he does the soundtrack for all of them. Okay. And he did the soundtrack for uh, Batman, and that that Batman theme I think has been in like every Batman movie, like some form of it since then. Wow. Maybe maybe not the Christopher Nolan one. I think they were in the Christopher Nolan ones, but like as like homages, like they were. Mm-hmm. Like, Interesting. They were redone by Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah. No, that's a motherfucker I like. Hans Zimmer. He's fantastic. John Williams. You know, I read something recently hmm. that a lot of those big name uh, composers, mm-hmm. like especially for movies, uh, basically like sell out their name to their protégés. So they, a lot of the music that is done in like their name for like movies is not actually done by them. It's, it's like farmed out to people who like have been working with them and that are like their apprentices and that like the old, old Renaissance artists used to, used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And so that like, uh, most Hans Zimmer, like scores aren't actually Hans Zimmer. They're someone who studied under Hans Zimmer Mm -hmm. and, uh, has, like co-opted his style. Interesting. So, I, also, I thought I thought that was interesting. Yeah, slightly fraudulent, but yeah, no. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. makes it feel like the scores mean less. I know, right? Don't tell me about that, John Williams. I fucking love John Williams. Oh, All it's right. real spicy now. Ooh, real spicy, spicy, spicy vodka. 
I'm going to give that a smell. Real spicy. Vegetables. I I know why no one bought those olives. Those things took forever to sell. Ah. I bought them because they were like 48 cents for a jar of them. And I was like, olives, that's something I can eat on my diet. There you go. Yeah. You regret your decision. They're very spicy. Yeah. I, I... like ate a few just on their own because I was like, oh, well, this is going to be like a decent snack because, you know, olives are extremely low in calories. There's no carbs. Mm-hmm. And then the peppers and then we'll give them like huge burst of flavor. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, my God. This is bad to just to eat on their own. And so I did it like they're designed to be done, which uh, they come pre-skewered. Mm-hmm. Uh, these olives I'm talking about that have uh, peppers stuffed inside them. Uh, and I, I made a martini and then put them in it. And they made the martini just uh, very spicy. A very spicy martini. Super spicy. Did you pour some of the juice in there to make it like a dirty martini? No. I thought about it. The juice would probably be super spicy too. Yeah. But I don't want a super spicy martini. <laughs> and I do have I do have regular olives. So yeah. I, I did think about making just a dirty regular martini. martini, yeah. Uh, I've never had, uh, like the little onions in a martini. Oh yeah, like a pearl? I, yeah, I thought mm-hmm. about getting those, because I, I like onions. And I was like, do those just taste like onions, or do they taste like, they are can... they pickled or something? Sometimes. Because yeah. I love pickled onion, like, uh, like pickled red onion. Yeah. That, that shit's amazing. Pearl onions are pretty good. That, put that on my sandwich any day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> There's one sure back from Batman <laughs> and drinking. Yeah. There's one sure way to penetrate Cap's defenses: launch into a conversational topic that instantly reveals intelligence and, most of all, insight. She is entertained by her own astute running commentary and is willing to bat around others' perceptions as well. So the foreplay is all in her brain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's one of those sapiosexuals. Okay, it's going to come up in a bit. Ooh, I, I highlighted a, uh, a sentence I was like, <laughs> this is this is a funny one. Gemini's going to pair well with this. Uh, you would, you would. I'm, 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 I always have guesses, so we'll see. I, I, I would have said that until... <laughs> I mentioned the other friend of mine. Until the former friend was mentioned. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. That ruined it for me, too. I was like, oh, Capricorn's great. I, I want to be a Capricorn. And the, then I was like, oh, fuck, she's a Capricorn. That took the low energy of this episode and made it, like, lower. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just like, oh, damn it. Comparing everything to her. Sorry. Sorry. But we do have another friend who is better. She's fantastic. Yeah. I love her. She's a great example of a Capricorn. Yes. Even though I don't know her as well as you, but I know her. She's yes. pretty cool. Very fun person. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Uh, Cap is a keen observer, an internally attentive student of life, and she cherishes that quality in others. Uh, Caps tend to go gray early in life, which combined with her alabaster skin makes her appear older than her years in her early days. But as she matures, the reverse happens. I don't know why it says the reverse happens, because there's literally nothing in this paragraph that it's reversing. Strange. Such that the cap begins to appear younger and younger. 
So she is Benjamin Buttoning. Her gray, her hair gets grayer, but her face is getting younger. Yeah, she's going to be a little baby soon. She figured out that collagen supplements help. I'm baby. <laughs> That's just weird. Good, good, good. Okay, just go. <laughs> Capricorn appears anything but sporty in the, in the traditional sense. An explicitly hourglass figure precludes any aerodynamicism dynamicism in movement, as does a dense, often weighty bone structure. Hmm. Though delicately shouldered with long, skinny arms, the goat generally possesses hefty breasts, dual horns plenty. <laughs> That's and, what he said. And a typically thin waist. Which gives way to wide hips, creating anatomically hairpin turns. So she curvy. Yes. Long-waisted in the extreme, she is rarely leggy. And while, she ten- sh- and while she's happy to expose her dainty forearms, wrists, calves, and ankles, Cap tends to conceal her more solid thighs and ample behind. Similar, similarly, the cleft between her legs is demure and understated, veiled by a wispy patch of fine hair and the folds of her privates not the least bit protrusive, while her clitoris is pronounced and easily pinpointed. Hmm. Should I have said that more sexily? No, no, that's fine. While her clitoris is <laughs> pronounced and pinpointed. Interesting. Like a pin, it's been pointed. That, yep. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, it's good for an audio. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping your pointer finger out. Uh, and that was The Body. Mm. The Body, a Stephen King short story. Also the name of my favorite episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. In which Buffy's mom dies. And it's just a very, very sad episode of dealing with death and grief and the inability to combat uh, what is your ultimate destiny. Yeah. Bom, bom, bom. Very sad episode. It is a very sad episode. I watch it whenever I want to feel sad. Why would you want to feel sad? I wouldn't want to feel sad. Oh, that's right. You like sad music, too. Is that a Gemini thing? Maybe. You want to be really happy, and then sometimes you... It's a Capricorn thing, for sure. Yeah. It's all about death, but... Or nihilistic. (laughs) I mean, my my favorite... Nothing means anything. We're all going (laughs) to die. That's it. (laughs) My favorite movie's In Bruges, which doesn't pass the Bechdel test. No. I think there's only one lady in it. Yeah. No, there's two. It's a pregnant lady and We're a We're not girlfriend. talking about you. <laughs> We've got to make this episode last an we'll, hour. We'll psychoanalyze you later. That's fascinating that she's like got tiny arms and tiny legs, but she's all like midsection and all the midsection is like super curvy. Very hourglass. Mm-hmm. So she's got, and she's got ample bottom and big, ample bosom. Big boobies and so, big booty. Yeah. That's she's, my new rap song. She's, what do you call it? 
got them. She got them curves. She can. She got fries with that shake. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Got some fries with that shake. You never heard that? No. Oh. Is that plain? You know about Good Burger. That's in Good Burger. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's a 90s kid thing. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. I was born in 1990. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. You're a 90s infant. <laughs> I'm kidding. I watched Keenan and Kel while it was on TV. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Mm, you're not Kel. that much older than me. It's okay. My boyfriend has not seen Good Burger. And I'm like... How did you miss out on that important part of our growth experience? Like, I don't know. I mean, honestly, Good Burger is a forgettable movie. No, it's not. So if I don't remember part of it, that's not my fault. If I walk into a room and I say, I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude, I better hear from the crowd, and we're all all dudes, dudes. hey. Yeah. Yeah. If, If that doesn't happen... There's two quotable lines from that entire movie. Oh, okay. What's the other one? Uh... The welcome to Good Burger one. Home of the Good Burger, can I take your yeah. order? <laughs> Isn't there more to it? No. I thought it began earlier than that. Uh-uh. Hi, to welcome Good to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, man. Can I take your order? That's it. I was trying to be more polite than the line actually is, may I take your order? <laughs> welcome to Good Burger, sir. May I take your order? I hang on to some of those 90s references. With my death grip, my claws sunk in. I'm just like holding on to it. Like, mm-hmm. no, you can rip Scar from my dead cold fingers. Scar? Scar music. <laughs> <laughs> Life sucks, but that guy has a trumpet and he's making, he's making happiness happen. I thought, I thought you were whispering Scar for some reason. No. <laughs> Scar. Scar. <laughs> okay. Do you do you need some checkered shorts and uh? What's, what's um, the dance? The only thing they that's do? checkered is my Vans. <laughs> <laughs> what's the dance that they do? The ska dance. I don't know. Skanking or something. Skanking. That is it. Oh, the. the oh, I could do oh, it for the audio podcast. Skank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the skanking. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, we better get back on topic. Yeah, ska predates predates reggae. Did you know that? I know. Really? That. Yeah. No way! Yeah, reggae came from ska. No way! Yep, it's a true true fact. I'm really old. All right. Yep. <laughs> uh, sex and sexuality. Capricorn isn't the kind of woman to opt for a quick roll in the hay. She must share at least some measure of familiarity with a man. The brain is the only organ about which Cap is a size queen. (laughs) Whoa. And it is typically those guys who wear glasses to whom she'll make passes. At whom she will make passes. When choosing to marry, Cap rarely thinks in terms of whether a man will provide her with financial stability. This stalwart Saturn-ruled logician learns early on to furnish herself with any necessary material groundings. Okay, so she's gonna she's gonna do for herself 
and take care of herself and save her dimes and nickels for herself. And whenever she meets the right guy, she's fine. She doesn't need to be saved. She's not some damsel in distress. She's like, tell me about your brain. That's what she's doing. Whip out that, whip out that big, big brain. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let me feel your brain. Let me give you some insight, those of you that are listening. The brain's always a good thing to go for, for the foreplay. You know, the game, you know which game I'm talking about. The game starts way before you get into the bedroom. The one that you lose whenever you say the word the game? No. The one that you lose when you remember the game? No. Actually, that was declared over on Facebook. I saw it the other day. They okay. said if you've if you've been playing the game this whole time, it's official. You won. No. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> it's not over for you. <laughs> yeah, it's not over. Okay. Whip out the big brain for me, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna lick your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a silence of the lamb. No, Hannibal. Yeah, like the first it, Hannibal. Second. Second Hannibal. Ha- silence of the lambs. Then Hannibal. What was then the Red he Dragon. Literally cut off the guy's scalp and then his like. Her- oh, okay. Yeah. He does that one. to Ray Liotta. Yeah, and he's cooking his brain mm-hmm. and he's feeding it to him. Yeah. I just had that image in my head. Like, I just want to lick your brain. It's like, Mm. I know somebody who might actually do that. Mm. Thank God they're fictional. Anyways. Mm. The brain. Capricorn's gone in so many different directions and none of them good. (laughs) Uh, She's a firm believer in the human right. Indeed, the human responsibility to sort whatever heights can be achieved through dedication to one's artistic or scholarly callings. The necessities of life, money, are thus to be used as a means of achieving such ends, not as an end in themselves. Relationships like everything that Capricorn undertakes are shows of active faith. She goes on instinct, sussing out the kind of latent prodigiousness in a man that might, over time, give rise to an extraordinary life. Wow, so she's looking for a prodigy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes her expectations of a man are too lofty, or she may confuse creativity with craziness, talent with mere talk. Often, her early partners, though notoriously few and far between, simply cannot live up to the hope she heaps upon them. Yeah, that's kind of hard because you're putting a lot of expectation on somebody. Yes. Which reminds me... Which is setting you up for disappointment. Don't show him your ankles. Yeah. (laughs) Your tiny, Um, dainty ankles. Hiding my demure little ankles. (laughs) (laughs) I expected you to be a god. Yeah, this actually reminds me of the uh, Libra woman. Uh, Oh, yeah. Also... Always uh, expecting good things from people. Yeah, well, also very high expectations of their uh, significant other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alas, we are all only human. Wait, do you hear that? Yeah. Party's turning up. My neighbor's awake. What day is it? 
Wednesday. Wednesday. It's well, Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Almost Thursday. I know. <laughs> this doesn't happen on weekends. Only on weekdays. <laughs> He's singing a song just for you. <laughs> and it's like only the subwoofer. Like you can't hear any of the other music. He obviously has his balance up too high. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're marking it. They get to hear my complaints. Oh, okay. I'm sure people will love that. They love it. It's the main thing that people love. Oh. Me complaining. Isn't that right, listeners? Let me talk about Star Wars for a few. No. No, you're not. <laughs> she is a tough lover who urges a man to take on tremendous challenges, but she might not even admit to her own towering hopes and dreams. Eventually, she applies those same expectations to herself, usually once her partner no longer requires or desires her tutelage. Mm-hmm. Her, so, once he's moved on? Possibly. So then, yeah. yeah. Her best match is a man who is unable to achieve... Or, her best match is a man who is able to achieve all she foresees of him on his own terms. Mm-hmm. Which she steadily un and while she steadily unearths and nurtures her own. So she needs an equal, somebody that's motivated, that's self-driven, that's gonna. Mm-hmm. He has a drive to succeed for himself. Someone who's intelligent, yeah, and not dumb, mm-hmm. and smart, and just, just not not a dumb dumb baby. Yeah, yeah, not a. I'm gonna lay back and let life happen. Rather, he's going to grab his own damn horns and go... No, I'm just kidding. That was a funny Aries reference. Oh, okay. Okay. I was, I was wondering what horned beast of the Zodiac you were referencing. Any of them. There are many. Yeah, that's what but I was... The Taurus is the sort that lays back and just lets life happen. Or uh, the Taurus female was. No, male. Okay. Have you just been researching your own sign for some time? No. Taurus is not me. Taurus, sorry. Taurus is not me. You're Aries. Yeah. Right before Taurus. Uh, okay, so you're referencing one that we've done already. Mm-hmm. The very first You one know I can't remember this. <laughs> That's why I'm here. It's rude. To keep you on topic and to bring in other stuff that we've already talked about. Every episode is a brand new show for me. (laughs) You seen 50 first dates? It's like 50 new episodes. Yes. Starts over every single time. Exactly. (laughs) What's this show called? (laughs) Sex fuck show? I don't know. But you ask him about any information regarding any serial killers or any Stephen King novels and you know. Because that's your thing. Right? Who? Yes. Who's Stephen King? Yeah, okay. Right, right, right back to the... We're going to get... Steve King, the Republican politician? There's a book in front of you, and I want you to read the highlighted parts. She is a (laughs) solemn lady who looks at life and relationships as requiring hard work. That is, if they are to be ultimately beneficial. Which is true. Yeah. Relationships require work. Yep. I remember that. Even friendships? No. No. Live and let die. <laughs> okay. This has been my list hour. 
Once Capricorn sees a man she wants, she keeps her eyes on the prize, eventually securing subtle ways to make him do the pursuing. Very manipulative. Mm -hmm. She's dropping hankies all over the place. Like, oh no, I dropped my hanky. Oh, I was thinking poof. No. Because <laughs> Mr. Hanky. Uh, no. <sighs> <laughs> That's where my mind first went. I was like, she's just pooping on the floor. <laughs> oh no, I have a hanky. <laughs> <laughs> And they're just like, oh, this lady needs to be taken care of. She's pooping everywhere. Trying <laughs> <laughs> not to laugh to defy your response, but it came out anyways. Okay. She, she approaches sexual relationships as she does everything else. She is in it for the long haul, uncannily able to focus her attention on solid objects like poop. <laughs> does not say that. Okay, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> not willing to entertain anything extraneous along the way. I want you to take seventh grade Chris and tuck him back down inside. Deep, deep down. The poop jokes are done. <laughs> It is not unusual for Cap to marry her first boyfriend, often doing so at a relatively tender age, fueled by the feeling that she is more mature and thus more ready than most. Because she's basically 70 by the time she's yes. 14, 15, 16. <laughs> uh, seeing only the good in a loved one, she may all too easily underestimate his negative qualities. Again, something that seems very uncommon with the Libra female. Yeah. Uh, she isn't so much forgiving as she is oblivious to human frailty, often having little patience for people who are troubled or otherwise treading a slippery slope. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Men who represent a run-of-the-mill lifestyle are simply not for her. A partnership... In a partnership, she seeks the sublime and is thus drawn to vivid, extraordinary, often eccentric and erratic types with whom life, she imagines, will never be boring. Yeah, interesting. However, such intense men who at first seem so cool and unusual, and unusual may soon become cruel and unusual. And Cap learns that living with a guy who goes too much against the societal grain is tantamount to gluttony for punishment. Wow. She, uh, she subconsciously seeks out someone her own age or slightly younger. She is one of the more emotionally low-maintenance females on the astrological wheel. Strong and independent, she offers little in the way of head trips, rarely indulging in such girlish role-play as might require excess, excessive attention or showering of gifts. She can, in fact, seem a rather business-like mate, typically less frivolous even than most men. Wow. Very gendered statement. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, this whole book is gendered. Yeah. yeah. So, our, so our episodes uh, that are focused around them. So what can you do? Be less gendered? We could try that. It's developing. <laughs> Throw the book away? Yeah. 
She is less intimidated by younger men, giving rise to her sexual teacher fantasies, particularly to the academic cap. That doesn't surprise me at all. Of course she would want to be the naughty teacher that's teaching you a lesson. Hot for teacher. Yeah, or the librarian with the ruler. Yes, it describes her as a librarian a lot. That's what I keep thinking about is like a librarian, um, Mm -hmm. a secretary... Yeah. Yeah. An executive assistant. Mm. Very. Yeah. I'm hot for teacher. I think she would pair well with a Gemini. Librarians are like hot. Awesome. And hot usually. Yeah. Yeah. Cap is uh, also fits the age range, sixty three to seventy. You know what I'm also thinking? Have you seen the house with the clock in its walls? No, I I really wanted to see it though. You I love I love little kid horror movies. The character that Jack Black. Uh, no, the woman that's in it. It's the girl that was the white. Walker. She was from Witch. Lord of the Rings, and she was the one that was tested, and she passed the test. You know what I'm talking about? Like, she reaches for Frodo's ring, and he's like, I'll give it to you, and she's like, oh, no. Galadriel? That's it. Who plays her? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, very famous actress. Yes, and I can't think of her name. Anyways, she plays a role in the house... With the clock at its walls. Mm-hmm. And that kind of... This character is kind of reminding me a little bit of her. Kate Blanchett. That's it. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Australian accent, actress. Mm-hmm. Which means a lot of her is on Even fire. Even Galadriel is kind of like this. Galadriel. Oh, I'm sorry. Galadriel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tomato, tomato. All right. What's next? Frodo. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you sure? It's how it's done in the movies. What? What? Galadriel? Yeah, that is how it's pronounced in the movies. Oh, oh okay. Okay. It's not pronounced Galadriel. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I am. <laughs> Uh, Cap is wary of overt public displays, even when in a relationship, choosing to keep her private life exactly that. She is fairly conservative sexual creature when it comes to her erotic regimen, viewing the intimacy that sex provides as a source of safety and comfort far more than an acrobatic workout or psychological journey. Still, sex for our Marion the Librarian is something of a big deal as she probably came to it relatively late in life. Freeing her libido often requires as much coaxing as it took to tap her creative spirit. It might come as some surprise that Cap isn't specifically marriage-minded. She's focused on her work and her dream and scholarly success. Or the loss of control that marriage signals frightens her particularly when she's involved with an erratic genius. 
Sexually, too, she doesn't adhere to a belief in wifely duties, rarely being one who will switch on autopilot just because her mate expects it of her. There's no coercing or even cajoling Cap into doing anything, especially in the bedroom. All a guy has to do is ease all a guy has to do is apply even the slightest pressure and all sexual bets will be instantly off for that reason too anal sex tends to be a definite no-no the act smacks of female submission whereas doing it doggy style might satisfy that same urge in her man while hitting all the right spots for the cab as well not to mention allowing for free clitoral manipulation by either herself or her lover she is not experimental by nature, preferring to stick to a same, well-loved, reliable routine, even in the same order, so she knows what to look forward to next. Nowhere do we see Cap's need for control as fiercely as in the bedroom. Sounds pretty frigid, or just bland. Milk toast. Why? She's like not open to trying other things. Yeah, it's it's makes it makes her too vulnerable. Like, I get it, I get it, I get it from a sense. Yeah. I mean, it's her life. Yeah. It's now or never. Yeah, she's I, not I have gonna no, live forever. No place to judge. There's a lid for every pot. I mean, if she doesn't like anal. I mean. A lot of people don't. It's not a weird thing. Yeah. She also doesn't like one night stands at all. Yeah. Cap tends to find the very anticipation of sex as exciting, if not more so, than the nitty grittiness of the act itself. So, heavy foreplay. Like, all of the foreplay. Mm -hmm. Like, 100% foreplay. <laughs> just foreplay just foreplay <laughs> the wildest thing about Capricorn woman is her love of fantasy and especially the idea of covert sexual activity she enjoys interacting with men in the service industries whose job is to be polite while doing her bidding <gasps> mm. get that plumber in the closet yeah plumbers janitors <clears throat> nice um Gigolos are in the service industry. <laughs> they service. But when how it, do you do one of those? Is not a one night stand. Do you just keep them on retainer? No, it's like a it's like a role play. You know, you role play. Just kidding. No, role play. Yes, role role play. Fant fantasy. Uh, yeah, you roll d twenty. <laughs> if you roll high enough. You get to have sex. What dungeon master have you been dating? That's pretty hard. I mean, a critical success for sex, that's... I didn't say critical success. I put all my stats into charisma. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. All right. Gonna be having sex as much as possible. You're a rogue. As a... As a... One of my favorite old Flash videos used or once said... Uh, 18 plus 4, but that means I score. <laughs> oh, there you yeah. go. All right. When it comes to love, her... Also, rogues don't do charisma. Hold on. Hold on. I need, I need to rewind a second. Rogues, that's not a stat for a rogue. What am I thinking of then? Uh, 
uh, rogues do dexterity, uh, charisma as a secondary stat, maybe, but uh, no, uh, warlocks, uh, bards, uh, uh, sorcerers, those are charisma. Oh, my bad. Yeah, rogues are sneaky. I'm out of, I'm out of sneaky deaky. I'm out of uh, shape when it comes to that, I guess. When it comes to love, her heart is forever in the right place, but if other parts of her aren't being used to full capacity... Yeah, it's, yeah, it means that. Uh, Cap might fill that particular hole with another more willing and able to do so. Her attitude is so sophisticated, sex is an, absol- or is an isolated experience, something she simply wants done and done right. It might matter little that she's in in love with one man who falls short of pleasing her while she employs a lover who who will take her to such sexual heights as can be had most often via the straightforward act of intercourse. Wow. But also, she doesn't really give a shit about sex. It does. Yeah, it's like, eh, you know, take Take it or leave it. it. Yeah. If any, and, if, and if she's taking it, she wants it to be damn good. I mean, she just wants it to be all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Again, foreplay. Mm-hmm. It's like all about the foreplay. All about that foreplay. <laughs> if any woman were to um, to emit the librarian's cautioning shh during sex, it would be the cap. She likes things kept quiet and contained during sex. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna like ball gags. No. Nope. Gags. No. Damn. You have to restrain yourself. Mm-hmm. Chances are, given her slow climbing nature, that the cap woman orgasms at a higher level than most perpetually staving off the temptation to pop her cork until such a time as it's impossible to stop. The Capricorn woman tends to have more respect for women than she does for men. Yes, right on. When it comes to actual lesbian experiences, she tends to be attracted to pretty young girls whom she hopes might regard her in an exalted fashion. Ah, okay. Still, Cap lives with a fairly black and white world, and one finds few bisexuals among her order. And now moving on to the gay. Very good. Though she rarely casts herself in a butch role, she will nonetheless be the one wearing the pants in the same-sex relationship. In gay gay bonds, she plays a parent-teacher role to the hilt. Demanding attention and obedience in equal measure. Catwoman, regardless of sexual preference, is hard-pressed to sit down and analyze the inner workings of a partnership. She shows love rather than professes it. And she requires a lover who is self-sufficient and confident enough to forego such indulgences. The Catwoman is often attracted to younger, more exotic, even foreign versions of herself. Mere images who might have enjoyed a more cultured upbringing than her. There's no use telling the gay cap to go fuck herself. She's way ahead of you. (laughs) How so? 
That's what she's attracted to. She's attracted to mirrors of herself. Yeah. Uh, despite the mixture of love and envy Cap feels for the sultry beauties with whom she invariably bonds, she will need to be the one catered to, catered on, catered to in bed. She yearns to be pleased soothingly and deliberately, wanting a lover to take her time, particularly in her oral practices, as she lies back and luxuriates in sensation. Sexy, sexy lingerie gets her juices flowing on herself as well as a lover, and she enjoys prolonged tactile stimulation, running her fingers lightly over a lover's body, lingering in all the right places, as her lover does likewise. Ditto, di- dittos. <laughs> the Pokemon. Dildos are dirigir. Is that how you say that word? Spell it. D. D. Uh, yeah. They're They're the they're the the common thing. Yeah. But generally employed by her mate slowly and at the appointed time, she is rarely inclined to return the favor. However, just as she isn't overly given giving with oral sex, typically willing to comply when asked, but otherwise not jumping at the chance. Indeed, though Cap won't tolerate her girlfriend going behind her back for sex outside of the relationship, she is happier than most to mix a third in the proceeding, particularly someone who pleases her lover the same way her lover pleases her. Watching, in any case, is a big turn-on for the Cap, but she particularly enjoys the sensation of holding, hugging, and kissing her partner while a third party is providing most of the entertainment. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What an interesting sign. Yeah. It is very interesting. And so different from what I was expecting. I was expecting, oh, okay, it's winter. You know, the guy, the male Capricorn, you know, has a lot of, like, characteristics that make me think of, like, an old man. But this is, like... An old lady. To an extent, but very different, too. Like... The Capricorn man was very happy to kind of sit back and enjoy himself and enjoy the finer things and appreciates old things. Um, And it didn't really have a lot of that going on for this. It had some of it. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, but still, it's just different. It's Mm -hmm. she's, she's got different, she's less things and material focused than she is success and, um, no, not notoriety. Well, that's how the whole book goes. Yeah. That I thought that was kind of interesting. Men are more focused on the material world, where uh, women are interiorly focused. I have not noticed that. Oh, it's it's literally said that like, <laughs> a few times. I remember old episodes. Oh my god. Yeah. No, that's it, it's always how it's uh, been described. Is that uh, the whatever the main aspects of the uh, sign are uh, for men, they're uh, an external aspect and for women, they are an internal aspect. Well, that's interesting. Uh, So that's it. That is uh, our, our Capricorn lady. Yeah. Uh, We're going to be moving on to the turn ons and the, uh, the other parts. Yes, the turn-ons, uh, and then we'll get into the couplings. Couplings, yes. 
So let's take a little short little break for a second right now here. So uh, hold on one sec. Welcome back. You kinky kinksters that listen to our show. <laughs> oh, what a good episode we're having tonight. Yeah. Won't you be Stay. my kinkster? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have to come up with a really good Valentine's Day episode. I mean, oh. kinky Valentine's Day? Uh, Horny Hearts Day? I don't know. We could come up with some stupid name. Saint, It'll be great. St. Kinkenstein's Day? Where <laughs> Frankenstein... That feels more like it's a Frankenstein combined with kinky and saint. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I'm sure there's something we could come up with. Like our uh, Chris Kinkle episode. The infamous Chris Kinkle episode. Which isn't infamous, but I'm going to make it so. Because it may or may not ever get released. I don't know. I've never listened to it because I've been told not to. I've also been told to never release it. You can listen to it, but you can't release it. No, thank you. (laughs) I thought it was funny. I was going to release it unedited. (laughs) probably not a good idea i highly doubt that's a good idea no but we're back that's premium content only if you want to listen to that episode we'll send it to you for 150 dollars dang you an expensive date (laughs) i'll do it for 10 oh yeah well you have the file so don't release it i'll do it for the price of some new shoelaces (laughs) okay turn-ons uh straight turn-ons that's spelled with an eight turn-ons uh younger men dark curly and wavy hair oh look at you hello uh lanky physiques oh (laughs) well there uh no i'm like Mm -hmm. a hobbit dark curly lanky and short (laughs) not lanky. lanky oh okay sorry like he got thrown in there because I was reading it. Yeah. Uh, uh, collegiates. Collegiates? No. Coll- collagen oh. implants. Oh. No. Coll- collegiates and intellectuals. Mm. Tweed and flannel suits. Hot. Big noses and cleft chins. Spectacles. Testicles. Wallet, Wallet and watch. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, you are a child of the 90s. Okay. Men in uniform. Laborers and contractors. Strangers and travelers. Executives. Passive worship. Masturbation during intercourse. Hmm. Uh-huh. Is that okay. just like... That she's diddling the diddles. Is that just playing with the... While he's... The clitoris? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Isn't that just like... Isn't that just like a turn off for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Stripping and teasing. Exhibitionism. Domination. Teacher and student fantasies. Hands and feet. High heels, hoses, and garters. Likes to wear or likes to see the guy wear? Doesn't say. Probably likes to wear. Lingerie. Uh, Active seduction. Delivery men. Missionary. My turn on. Old faithful. My turn on's missionary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
It's my favorite position. <laughs> and doggy style. So. Okay. Yeah. Let's mix it up and try the one other position. I'm sorry. I'm not, not kink shaming. I'm not kink shaming. Passive oral. Tantrism and spirituality. Stoicism. This feels great. Keep going. Yes. I'd like to try some yes. of your coitus. <laughs> mm. I'm going to try to be sexy tonight. Your your big bonery is turning me on. Mm. I think. I'm sorry. I'm trying to break through the stoicism, but it's very hard for me. I want you to lick my vagina. <laughs> Use the proper medical term too. Oh yeah, yeah. Your your peenie is <laughs> <laughs> hygiene and soapy smells. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. That's it. That's it for the straights. All right. What about those gay turn ones? Besides Young, some dildos. Uh, younger women. So younger men and <clears throat> younger women. Mm-hmm. Uh, tall, lean, and curvy bodies. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, long, dark hair, extended foreplay. Shock. Vanilla. The flavor, the bean, or the ice cream? Hmm. Easy questions. <laughs> femme on femme. Passive penetration, passive oral, passive worship, multiple vaginal orgasms. I, that okay. That goes back to the the thing I had a question about with the uh, masturbation during intercourse. Mm-hmm. Isn't just aren't orgasms just like maybe they're doing mutual uh, masturbation during sex as part of foreplay? No, m- multiple vaginal orgasms. Is that like okay? Well, that's just like a turn on for ladies, right? Like. That's the, that's the peak of the turn on usually. Yeah. Well, isn't, isn't no, that just it like it depends on your orgasms? But isn't that just like, oh, I can give you like all the orgasms, like multiple, just like domino effect where it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, like multiple orgasms. It's not just like a turn on for. Isn't that just like a general like? Hey, sometimes a lot of people just do it once. They go for the one big go, and then that's it for the night. The one Big O. Yeah. I was a child of the 90s. I watched Big O on <laughs> Toonami. The late night Toonami. Before Ooh. it was called Adult Swim. <laughs> it was an old anime. Don't know if it's actually any good, but I watched it as a child. Active breast play. Uh, sensual massages, thongs, and demi-bras. Demi-bras. Um, yes. Basically, it's like... Explain to me. A soft bra. Most demis have like a balconette, so they push up just a little bit. What's a balconette? It's a type of bra <laughs> that literally is like flat. Like, you know how most bras have like a V-shape to the uh-huh. the uh-huh. cleavage? Yes. A balconette has a flat line, so it's like... Like a balcony. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, you figured it out. Nailed it. Okay, so what's a demi-bra? <laughs> it's similar. Is it like a small bra? No. 
So like a half bra, like a demigod, it's just part of a bra. No, it's just a, it, it's a specific kind of coverage. Let me define it for you. Okay, or just show me a picture in a second. Uh, boots and heels, mutual grooming, mm, picking out each other's lice. Uh, Cross dressing and feet and toes. Straight women. Casual, no-strings sex. Active, light discipline. Sober sex. That's a, okay. Active, or sorry, after play and intimacy. They like cuddling. Okay, they only cover half the bust. They're cut low across the whole cup as opposed to a plunge bra, which is only low in the center. Apparently I need to do more research about bras because, okay, I get that it's, I get that has cups that only cover about half the bust. I don't, I don't get the second part. What's the second part The here? plunge bra that's cut oh, low. A plunge bra basically is like a full coverage bra, but then just drops. So like this one actually has, see the middle part there? Mm -hmm. This one, the plunge bra would not have that it would go all the way down to like just where the metal is okay like a deep deep v so, yeah like a That's like a bikini bra. top depends on the bikini top okay i okay true yeah. the kind that looks like two triangles yeah that would have a deep plunge that is what you're yeah i think that's what you're thinking about yeah yeah okay Especially if it's a string bikini that has the two triangles. That's yeah. I was yes. thinking a string bikini. String bikini. Yeah. Yes, that's that would be a deep plunge. So it's kind of like that, but with a bra. So you can wear something super duper low in the bust area. Okay. Like a deep. You have to understand. I don't buy many bras. No. No, but I, I really so hope. Far. I really hope that the next time you take a bra off a woman, you can say, "Oh, that's a very nice balconette," mm. or "Oh, is that a demi?" <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh, I didn't know you were gay." <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Takes time. Uh, and uh, after play and intimacy, so like I said, they like cuddling, and finally, erotica. Something I agree with them again on. Yeah. I I like erotica as well. And is that all? Time for the couplings? Yep, time for the couplings. Dude, let's get into it. I'm ready for this. I want to know about the <clears throat> Gemini man. We're going to get there. We're going to We're going to get there. It's all about me. Me, 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 me. It's all I first. care about me. Okay, okay, so the Capricorn woman and the Aries men. Man, men plural. <laughs> well, it's very complicated. There's a there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. The Capricorn woman and the Aries man are a rare pair. Her unrelenting faith plus his fighting spirit means life is lived like a crusade. Still, independence is their mutual mantra. Sexually, Cap is less hesitant with him. Indeed, she submits to his will. You know what this made me think of just now? She's going to be a good pair with Leo. Oh. No, probably. He's, 
yeah, the golden he's... boy, and he's always holier than thou, and he's just so amazing and basically divine. Yeah, and he's buff and smart, and he does yeah. everything. Oh my god, he's so great. <laughs> okay, that's just my prediction. Okay, uh, also my prediction here, Capricorn woman and Taurus man, each finds a counterpart, a counterpart capable of true love. Still, though, these earth signs are emotionally aligned. Feathers rarely ruffle. She, thinking he'll stray, imposes restrictions. In bed, clearer communication is called for. That's, hmm. Yeah, that's a good point because she isn't one that's actively wanting to do much. She's a receiver and so is a tourist man. I like to lay here. Yeah. You do the work. I'm just going to lay here and enjoy this. Please. Yeah. Miss- missionary only. Yeah. Well, no, she's very demanding in bed, but it's very vanilla demanding. But it's all about her. Yeah. What she wants done to her. And he's like, I just want you to do whatever you want on me. Mm-hmm. So that would be that would make sense. They would need clearer communication in the bedroom. <clears throat> All right. Capricorn woman and Gemini man. Oh. Cap is a conquest for Gemini. For the goat, he's a guilty pleasure in her otherwise serious existence. Yeah, goats Still, are... Uh, yeah, Geminis are very funny. Yeah. Still, they share an interest in all th- all things au courant, fashion, news, culture. In bed, she takes control, and he's not complaining. That might you might pair pretty well with a with a Capricorn woman. Uh, as we saw from one of the other websites that we looked at, is that I either pair fantastically or not at all. Yeah. yeah. With the Cancer Man, he's the Eagle Scout of her dreams. Ugh. She's that perfect postmodern beauty. These astro opposites are often ideal counterparts, easily finding a comfortable, conducive middle way. Sex is a slow process of chipping away at the constraints. So, Cancer Man might work out, but they might have a couple of things to iron out. With the Leo man, they're often a snobbish power sign pair. (laughs) They share traditional values and old-fashioned work ethic. Still, as they're emotionally dissimilar, disappointment develops. She's capricious... uh, Oh, she's capriciousness, and he expects compliance. Sexually, it's cozy, but careful. Good. Anytime a Leo's not happy, I'm happy. (laughs) Oh, okay, with the Virgo man, he's hot in Cool's Cap's in Cool Cap's presence. She's her own muse, a self-preservational package deal. Together, they pursue educational and cultural interests. In bed, this bear, pair forms one fetishistic force. Their routine is raunchy. That could be a good couple right there, Virgo and Capricorn. I mean, how raunchy can they get when? When vanilla is her only flavor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's dirty vanilla. I don't know. I like vanilla and I like... There's lots of things you can put on that vanilla, like sprinkles. Like and mis- nuts. missionary style. And crushed please. up Oreos. And just, whipped cream. Just missionary. Sometimes we get extreme and do doggy. <laughs> okay. With the Libra man, it's a contradiction, a harrowing emotional seesaw, a transcendent experience. A need for social status masks insecurities. Success seems a way to overcome the past. In bed, there's baggage. But with time, the load is lightened. This doesn't sound good. Yeah. Unpack the baggage first. 
With Scorpio Man, he vows to make her life better, ease her stresses, and see her succeed. She's his steadfast confidant. Sex is most satisfying on the heels of an intense argument or inspired conversation. It's a mysterious mix. Hmm. Hmm. One of those chin scratches. Then there's the Sagittarius man and the Capricorn woman. They're a glamorous pair with an iconic allure that both impresses and intimidates anyone outside their social set. Still, the focus is inward and their home is a cozy cocoon. In bed, though, it's down and very dirty. All right, Capricorn. Very dirty. That's what it says. So there's... We're talking about vanilla being dirty here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's this. There's a few black flakes on this one. <laughs> wait for this. Wait for this. Cap on cap. Two old souls. They're a handsome couple with refined tastes, sharing sharing a somewhat superior self-perception. Her set in stone values may cause him some consternation. Sex is slow and steady. They're respectful, even courteous. <laughs> can I? Can I? May I kiss you? May I kiss you over here? Excuse me, ma'am. I I would like to uh, initiate the penetration. (laughs) May I I initiate penetration? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, all right. Capricorn just what turns me on. when you look at my ankles that way. Okay. Did you see my wrists earlier? I flashed it for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Cap woman and Aquarius man. They fuse into a package deal of practicality and purpose. Still, Cap won't sacrifice her own objectives. They are notoriously accomplished. In bed, it's an ongoing master class. Student and teacher roles are, t- are rotated. That can be pretty hot. Hmm. Cap and Aquarius. Hmm. All right. Then it's the Capricorn woman and Pisces man. At its core, it's a friendship founded on fondness and respect. Thick as thieves, they're protective of each other, fiercely loyal and endlessly understanding. Capricorn especially serves as savior to Pisces. Naturally, sex is tender. Interesting. Tender lovers. Mm-hmm. All right. These are the gay couplings for Capricorn woman, beginning with Aries woman. Hmm? Their learning curve is steep, but knowledge gained is power. Self-improvement takes precedence. Individual pursuits are promoted. The infatuation lasts. Sex is rapturous. It's all about worship. That's interesting. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Options. So many options. All right. Uh, With the Taurus woman, Taurus pushes all of Cap's buttons. How does one dare such outlandish relaxedness? To Taurus, Cap is a wise woman to be worshipped. Together, they live a principled, luxurious lifestyle. In bed, Cap takes command. Duh. So it's like she takes command a lot in bed. But it's also like a very boring command. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to put on my frisky uh, pajamas. <laughs> I said lingerie, right? Uh, they they like to wear lingerie. Yeah. So 
frisky it's lingerie. It's sexy lingerie, but it's like... And more vanilla sex. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, barely touch me. Mm-hmm. Barely touch me. It's very cat-like. Don't yeah. pet the belly. Don't pet the belly. I'm going to show you my belly. I'm going to put my yeah. belly in your face, but don't touch it. Ah, bite you. Okay. Exactly. Like yeah. a kitty cat. Yeah. All right. Um, with the Gemini woman, it's a learning experience. With a glib, get over it. Gemini stills the goat's soulful, strained searching, but it's Gemini who is subdued in bed. Her lover demands the command position. Of course. All right, with the Cancer woman, they're searching for salvation, a soulmate. With Cancer, Capricorn learns to heed her sign's watery half, that tendency to emotionally fishtail. It's all about forgiveness. In bed, patience is required. None of these sound great. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Aries. I mean, it's pretty good. All right. Um, with the Leo woman, they're a formidable pair, stylish, ambitious, and ostentatious. Making mischief is their social modus. Still, with mature cap, Leo gleans life lessons. As for sex, it's purity in public and prurience in private. A lot of big words on that one. Yeah. I don't understand. You, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> dirtiness in private. Me dumb. It's okay. So that's a that's a twenty dollar word. What is what kind of bra is it? A shelf bra? <laughs> a balconette. <laughs> shelf bra. Yeah. I don't have shelves in this one. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh with the Virgo woman, what begins with a bang may go out with a whimper. <laughs> One or the other exists unceremoniously. To work, each woman must commit to compassion. In bed, domination incites desire. But most often, sex seems static. Mm. Gotta breathe some life into this. I mean, that sounds like something that the Capricorn woman would like. (laughs) Yeah. With the Libra woman, neither lady suffers fools gladly. That's true. They're unabashedly elitist. Bolstering each other professionally is a focus. Libra extols her lover's accomplishments ad nauseum. In bed, Capricorn finds new self-assurance. So Capricorn woman and Libra woman make a pretty good couple. And now I'm thinking about my friend that's a Libra woman, my friend that I like that's a Capricorn woman, and that can be pretty hot. You guys show me pictures. <laughs> no, uh, uh, it's all in the imagination. No, uh, this, yeah, that actually sounds almost exactly like how I would have envisioned the two. Yeah. That's interesting. All right, with the Scorpio woman, a mutual interest in women's issues or human rights will often draw them together. As a couple, they clash constantly, but fascination, even obsession, finds them forever connected. In bed, they keep it simple. Yeah, they kiss. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Sagittarius woman and Capricorn woman. They consider each other stepping stones. Ooh, that's not good. Sag's audacity and Cap's common sense combine. Their influence and affluence augment. In bed, it's a randy rumble to determine who's in charge. Both are exhibitionists. 
look at my boobs. No, look at my boobs. No, look at me. Look at... I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. <laughs> ah, sorry. No, it's Mrs. Meeseeks. Mrs. Meeseeks. I'm Mrs. Meeseeks. Look at these. <laughs> That's next year's Halloween outfit for you. We're just going to... Put like some for fake, me for fake boobs in like a box, and you could be like, "I'm Mrs. Meeseeks. Look at these." I feel like I feel like we should start a campaign that that's a female costume. Yeah, but it'd be also good if it was not a woman. Yeah, but it'd be funny. Everyone loves boobs. Everyone does love. That's true. It's true. For me, it's just like okay. Well, I mean, moderately hairy chest. Okay, good job. Well, I mean, you would put like fake. Ones in the box. So you, you want me to wear fake boobs? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> like James from Team Rocket from that episode of Pokemon that was banned in the United States. I can't say I saw it. Because it was banned in the United States. That's probably why. But yeah, he wears fake boobs and also it was banned. For yeah. shame. It was banned for uh, gun violence, actually. Oh. Team Rocket uses yeah. guns to hold up a... <gasps> Naughty Team Rocket. But also James from Team Rocket cross-dresses as a lady and uh, Americans play, can't handle that. Plays around with his boobs a lot. Ah. He's in a bikini top. Then of course we have Peter Griffin who's like minute, minute, minute. Squeeze, squeeze. Wait, that's does an, he do that? that's does an he, adult show. Does he do that to himself? Or does he do it to somebody else? I think he does that to someone else. Maybe so. But that's also an adult show. Yeah, that's true. Not a child's... That's true. That's true. That's not child's programming. Yeah, that's true. It is a cartoon. It's easy to confuse. Okay. All right. Where was I? Cap on cap. Cap woman on cap woman. Together they climb the ladder towards professional success, though slowly. They're both... Sorry. They're best friends on an unhurried, extraordinary journey. Developing a snug sexual link, too, takes time. But there's no need to rush it. They're smooth and slow. It's like two Elsas from Frozen. Because she's an ice queen. Oh. <gasps> I thought it was because they were concealing and not feeling. That's, yeah, exactly. Precisely. All right, Catwoman on Aquarius Woman. A battle of the wills wherein the water bearer tries to assume authority and Cap's having none of it. Still, they're an enterprising pair if verbosity doesn't obstruct action. In bed, the goat gets the better end of the deal. I don't know what that means. I'm not sure what a lot of this means. Better end of the dildo. Especially considering all the vanilla-ness that we read. It's like, oh, but the sex is fantastic and extraordinary and out of this world. It's because we're both kinky motherfuckers. (laughs) We we like kinks. We We like mixing it up and trying new things can still be extraordinary. There are plenty of very happy people that have only ever done missionary. I mean, they say they're happy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you if you never experience the extraordinary, mediocre mm-hmm. is amazing. It's true. It's true. All right. Um, and finally, Capricorn woman and Pisces woman. There's a kink. What? Pisces harbors so much envy, which stands, which stands in the way of intimacy, sexual or emotional. With problems resolved, this couple can be one of the most creative. Cap feels whole, 
Pisces learns patience. That's it. That's all our couplings. There's no more? That's fascinating. What about the 13th sign? 13th sign. I don't know. What is it? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I did look it up at one point. Pluto. I don't know. What is the 13th sign of the Zodiac? That's going to be our secret Patreon-only episodes. Yeah. Well, it's it's actually coming up soon. Well, no, because it doesn't exist like all the rest of them. It moves everything else out of the way. The uh, oh, it's a, a fucus. Oh, fucus. Are you sure? That, yeah, I think that's like the next minister of magic after <laughs> no. whoever. That it's, sounds like a Harry Potter name. It kind of does, right? It's a thirteenth sign in addition to the twelve signs of the tropical. Uh, Zodiac, because the eponymous constellation Ophiuchus, uh, the serpent bearer, as defined in the 1930 International Astronomical Union's constellation boundaries, is situated behind the sun from November 29th to December 18th. So we missed it. Oh, no. Oh, and there's also a suggestion. uh Uh-huh. There's also a suggestion, Stephen Schmidt's suggestion of a 14 sign Zodiac, including Cetus. As a sign. So there's lots of rules and things that have been existing. So there's not only a suggested 13th sign, but also a 14th sign. Serpent bear sounds horrifying. Yeah. It's a big hairy serpent that claws at salmon. Uh, You're funny. (laughs) I'm finger gunning you. Uh, Oh, you. Well, what is a serpent bear? No. Am I supposed to know what that is? Let me see. It's just a guy carrying around a serpent. It's like I got a snake. Oh, you know what? I think I know his. Uh, I think I know his kinks. He's into uh, masturbating. Look at this. Literally into the serpent bearer. Yeah. No. So he likes masturbating because he's very good at bearing his serpent. That's masturbating and exhibitionism. Figured it out. This is our entire. This is a two-part episode, actually. This is the Serpent Bearer, the Fucus episode, and the Capricorn Lady. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the Capricorn Lady. Uh, very fantastic episode of Kink Cast. Uh, barely reached the hour 45 mark. Oh, no. So sorry, listeners. We know you, we know you like longer episodes. Uh, so, if you'd like to support the show, as always... Head on over to Apple Podcast and give us a five-star review. And uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us, that's actually the best way to, to help the show, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, besides, review. Besides directly giving me cash. But we're only accepting five-star reviews right now. As always, we always are only accepting yeah. five-star reviews. Yeah. Or cold, hard cash. <laughs> delivered in an envelope in the middle of this specific park that we will email you to and we'll do the thing where I sit down and I put down like a bag and then like you sit down and you put down a bag but that bag has cash in it and then we grab the other's bag and we run like the other way like old school detectives mm-hmm. like trading information old FBI agents you know but those of you who have actually been sending cash know the actual route so just ignore Dana's whole suggestion because oh. you know it's just me and you 
You know, oh. it's just well, me and you, listener. You've you, not been cutting me into the funds. No, you didn't hear any of this. Oh. Yeah, this is edited in afterwards. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good. They know. They know how it goes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening. Definitely um, reach out to us. You can reach us on Twitter at Kinkcast. Um, podcast and you can also find us on instagram at kinkcast there's butts on there there's butts on there and they're nice butts like the kind of butts you like to see um and then there's also facebook you can find us there as well at kinkcast podcast yeah send us messages Mm -hmm. uh slip into the dms yep and uh we do respond to those we do um unless you're a bot in which case thanks for listening (laughs) <laughs> i guess thanks for the downloads yeah you weird robot yeah give us a review yeah uh yeah uh if you know binary give us a review on itunes and binary that'd be cool uh it's either zero or five stars and i don't think you can have zero so give us five yeah zero or one star only <laughs> no no one star only five no only five all right thanks so much and we'll see you next week Possibly. I mean, next week for sure. But <laughs> we've been off kilter because of the holidays. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, Fucus threw us off. That snake bearer. Yeah. Uh, that's the reason we were missing episodes is because we did multiple episodes on the snake bear. Mm-hmm. Those are only available to our listeners in Zanzibar. Is that where snake bears are from? No, I have no idea. My Capricorn. Knows when the love is gone Cause she reads those horoscopes She does it every morning And I wait to see